This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for August 23rd. First, a new study from researchers at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston found that even well into 2021, surgical procedure volumes had not fully recovered to pre-pandemic levels. This contributes to ongoing backlogs, which could result in more advanced disease and higher costs in the future. Researchers analyzed changes in the number of surgical procedures at the hospital between early January 2019 through the end of 2021. Almost 130,000 procedures were included in the study. They were analyzed according to subspecialty and case class. These case classes included elective, emergent, non-urgent, and urgent. Overall, weekly surgical procedure numbers decreased almost 45% during the height of the pandemic in 2020. This weekly decrease appeared across all subspecialties. May 2020 to January of last year is considered the post-COVID peak period. During this time, weekly surgical numbers still lagged about 14% behind peak numbers before the pandemic. Last year is considered the post-vaccine period. During this time, researchers found a, quote, full recovery of non-urgent procedure volumes, unquote. But overall, surgical procedure numbers still remained much lower than before the pandemic. Some subspecialties experienced the greatest drop in numbers between 2020 and 2021. These subspecialties included cancer, cardiac, urology, orthopedic, and general surgery. When analyzed by surgical class, urgent and elective procedural volumes have not rebounded significantly. Second, on August 12th, the World Health Organization announced it is accepting proposals to rename monkeypox. Names are beginning to roll in. Suggestions include humanpox, limpox, and mpox. By renaming the virus, WHO hopes to reduce stigma and align with current best practices for naming diseases. Critics say the name fuels stigma towards primates, as well as regions in Africa. Monkeys have also been harmed despite the disease spreading from person to person. Already, the agency has renamed two variants of the virus, using Roman numerals. A WHO committee will consider the proposals. There's no set timeline for the vote on a new name. Third, Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, predicts a decrease of COVID-19 rates in most states by Labor Day weekend. The only states projected to increase are South Dakota, Rhode Island, and Virginia. In the last 14 days, America's seven-day average of new COVID-19 cases decreased by 16%. Hospitalizations and deaths have also decreased recently. U.S. cases have now dropped for four consecutive weeks. COVID-19 case trends likely undercount at-home tests. The projected states to see the largest drop in daily cases are Nevada, Colorado, New Mexico, Utah, and Washington. Fourth, community health systems based in Franklin, Tennessee, is closing Shore Point Health Venice in Venice, Florida. Hospital officials cite several reasons to close the hospital. This includes a decline in inpatient volume and increasing expenses. In November, Sarasota Memorial Hospital in Venice, Florida opened. Shorepoint Health Venice will discontinue some services before officially closing. This includes ending their emergency services on Monday. Shorepoint is a regional system with 312 beds. It will continue outpatient services after the hospital closes. 
Physicians affiliated with the Shorepoint Medical Group Network in Venice will continue to see patients in their current medical offices. Fifth, today marks the ninth day of an open-ended strike for the members of the National Union of Healthcare Workers at Kaiser Permanente's mental healthcare facilities in California. The union represents about 4,000 Kaiser Permanente mental health clinicians in California. This includes more than 2,000 psychologists, licensed clinical social workers, marriage and family therapists, as well as addiction medicine counselors in Kaiser's Northern California region. In June, Kaiser mental health clinicians voted to authorize a strike. Members of the National Union of Healthcare Workers are also set to begin an open-ended strike on Monday at Kaiser Permanente's mental health care facilities in Hawaii. The union says Kaiser has a poor track record on mental health. It has failed to adequately boost staffing during a surging demand for mental health care and also lacks sufficient external providers to offset this understaffing. The union proposes an additional 30 minutes per day to perform patient care tasks outside of face-to-face appointments. It also wants to set a ratio of one appointment for a new patient for every six appointments with returning patients. Thanks for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.